Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Tiva Tash podcast. I know we're only two days into this week, and it's already starting to feel like Vancouver is going back to the bipolar weather we all know and love. Aside from that, I hope you're all having a great Tuesday, and in case it's not a great day, it's about to get better. We are going to tackle the tea of the week and then hit you with an amazing episode with Sarah from the Femininity Project. It's a mouthful just to say it, but I'm going to say it a million times over in this entire episode. So story number one, Erica Jane has filed for divorce from husband Tom Girardi. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I did not see this coming. I did see some shady things on social media claiming that he had been sued by a couple companies slash clients. And I'm sure, I'm not sure if Erica had had enough or what caused them to divorce, but this is super sad to me. I actually really enjoyed Tom's moments on Housewives of Beverly Hills. He was always sweet, a little bit funny, but quiet. He never got too involved, which I personally love for a housewife because there's nothing I hate more than a mouthy housewife with a mouthy husband to match. Um, but I hope Erica is entitled to a little bit of something on the financials of it all. Um, and this story really sucked to report on, so I hope that Whatever happens at the end of this works out for both of them. I know Tom is kind of getting up there in age. Um, that I feel like I'm sure he has people to take care of him. But, you know, it sucks because I think he really depended on her. And continuing with the sucky stories. Story number two, Julianne Huff has officially filed for divorce from her husband, Brooks. The two separated about six months ago, but recently showing a shit ton of PDA all over social media the last couple weeks, which I can allegedly assume that they were attempting the marriage again, which I again assume that it did not work out. Um, I feel for both of them, and you know what, honestly, at least they tried. I'm not married, but I can assume that marriage is not easy, um, and you know, I hope both Erica and Julianne will figure their stuff out and move on with their lives. Cheers to them. Moving on to today's guest, I am so excited for you all to hear this week's interview. This guest has been helping women reclaim their femininity since rocking pigtails at the age of five. Sarah is a world champion ballroom dancer who has taken her skills of walking in heels and created a program called the Femininity Project to help women be confident in a good pair of heels and take over the world. Starting with the fundamentals of walking in heels to styling their walks, I hope you enjoyed this conversation and join me in welcoming Sarah from the Femininity Project to the Tea with Tash podcast. 
All right, everyone, welcome Sarah to the Tea with Tash podcast, where we spill all the tea, and today we are spilling it on you. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's start a little bit about what you're here to talk about, who you are, how you started, and just give us the tea. Sure. So my name is Sarah McDanva. I'm the creator of the Femininity Project. My background is in ballroom and Latin dancing, so I've been doing that for almost two decades. I became a world professional semifinalist, and then I opened up my own dance studio with my husband about five years ago. Been an instructor, and then I've also traveled around North America working as a brand ambassador for design companies helping women create their own signature look. So I've been busy. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot. Yes. What's it like being like a world champ of like ballroom? That's so incredible. It's amazing. It's challenging. Yeah. We, um, I did that for 12 years. Wow. And basically for 12 years, you are working six to seven days a week, 12 hours a day, traveling on the weekends. And you really have to love it to totally. want to take it to that level. But we did. And I had a really great partner. So yeah, it teaches you a lot. Yeah. Mentality and habits and keeping your body in shape. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's number one for sure. I danced for almost 18 years, not as ballroom, but ballet, jazz, tap, like that whole um, situation. And I wish I got more ballroom because I feel like I have the hips to like do a little, yeah. you know, do a little something. Um, and every time, yeah, every time some sort of music comes on, I'm like, oh, like you feel the music. Like it's not just another Lady Gaga song. It's, it goes through you. It's crazy. You've got the bug. Yeah, it's it's bad. I'm like constantly <laughs> shimming and shaking everywhere. Um, so tell us maybe a little bit about how COVID-19 kind of affected your business. Like, because I know that's a big thing with especially local businesses for sure. So tell us a little bit how you've been able to adapt in this unprecedented time. Yeah, so for our dance business, it basically, it didn't come to a halt, but we're no longer in person. So the way that we did business has now changed entirely Mm -hmm. um so that one everything moved online now we're doing everything by zoom but it definitely slowed down but the thing it was was great is it gave us the opportunity to start the femininity project which has been something that has been on our mind and our heart for years now we had all this time so we were able to really ramp up that business so that's so exciting. And that's how I originally found you. And I thought, wow, this project is so beautiful and can be taken in so many different ways. So how did you come across doing that? I mean, that's, um, has some connection with your ballroom dancing and stuff like that. Cause it helps mm-hmm. in that area, but how did you come across to create a project out of it? It's been a long time coming. So for the, what I was doing with ballroom, I would say about 50% of it was working on a lot of the things that I'm coaching women on in the femininity project, just minus the dancing. Mm -hmm. So most of my clients, we would work on their body image. We would work on their presentation, creating a story, starting to think how basically like is what I'm projecting, what I want to be projecting. Mm -hmm. So when we do that through dancing on and off the floor and I was I've always wanted to just do it outside of dancing as well. Mm -hmm. So then 
I guess how it evolved from there is I started these heels workshops because women just kept asking me, how do I walk into a room more confidently? So I started doing them. It turned into this thing where hundreds of women wanted to learn this in the dance community. Yeah. And I put it online and I would get requests from women outside of the dance community saying, like, can you teach me? And they, in a way, they even needed to know more because they weren't thinking so much about their body on an everyday basis. Right. So that was the initial catalyst to it which nobody even I I would not have been able to come up with that idea at all but you don't realize especially I would think women in business who deal a lot with men who are in higher positions that confidence is huge I can just imagine I mean I grew up with my mom working in a bank so she was constantly dressed to the nines and always in heels like never once did I see her and I always wanted to be like her, wear heels, look fabulous, like have my hair done every day and lipstick. And when I got to an age when I started wearing heels, I just tried to just channel my mom, which was, I believe, in like high school. And I would just strut. I don't know if it was because of a dance thing or what. Yeah. And I just had zero issues. And then when I was 16, I actually did like a beauty pageant where they taught me like more in-depth how to walk. And since then, I've had, like, no issues. Like, I can walk in shoes all night and not have one pain. But as soon as I get home and I take them off, my feet, like, instantly. (laughs) Like, oh, I, like, I can't walk for, like, a whole day. But I've just never had an issue with walking in heels. And I know there were girls who were part of our pageant who it was tragic. Like, could not. Tripping hurt their ankles. Like, and I just never had that issue. So to see something like that is so cool thank you yeah that's such a cool thing I mean like I said my mom always wearing heels now I'm like constantly in heels because I'm well I'm very short so I'm constantly the short end I'm like five one and a half okay we're close like on a good day (laughs) if I wear a high bun yeah if I wear a high bun um (laughs) so can you tell us a little bit about like the services you offer or like how all that stuff works yeah so the first product that we launched is the heels course and it's nice that you had a mom who modeled it for you yeah that's definitely something having that visual and even just studying her day after day totally how she moves not everybody has that of course so yeah this the heels course takes everybody from the very basics if they never wore a pair of heels in their life Mm -hmm. all the way to fundamentals to style in their walk so that's the signature course that we launched and then we have a couple mini versions of it. So if they just cool. want to learn to move their hips yeah. or they want to learn how to do proper footwork, that's also a mini course. Mm. And then we have coaching, which is one-on-one coaching with me. So that's what we've started with, a couple different packages. That's cool. And it has like a fashion element to it as well, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us a little yeah, bit about that. It, mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. So. I guess another instigator behind why I started this is I would find so many women who would come to the studio and outside is they would keep saying, I'm not the type of woman, but then they'd be really excited about something that they saw the type of woman do. So even I'll use heels just as a simple example. Oh, I could never wear those heels, but I love them. Why have you decided that you can't wear those heels? Right. So it's a whole thing of starting to redefine what the type of woman you put yourself, what box you put yourself into. So the fashion element has a part to do with that. Starting to define your signature style, 
when I competed, a lot of what we had to do was be able to translate the look that we wanted and the story we wanted instantly to people on the dance floor who are judging us. So this is something that I've learned to do really well with other people and myself. So we start to talk about what they want to look like and actually hone in on it so the stuff that they buy matches what they want to show. That's so so cool and so elaborate like I just I sometimes when I interview guests like I just what is going on inside your mind like when you come up with an idea like that in my case like I struggle with the fashion part of it where I'm very like low-key I love a good like leather jogger with like a statement jacket that's like my look I'm very like clean and sleek but then there are days where I'm just like straight lululemon joggers and like I don't want to like you know (laughs) And I find that some people have a um, hard time with that motivation as well. Like mm-hmm. just putting pieces together. Like, do you have any tips for like some people who can just quickly put an outfit together? Yeah. A couple of things. First thing is know what your body type is. Totally. Because I think a lot of people struggle with putting together an outfit because they go shopping and they try on all the wrong things. So yeah. find out what your body type is and then start to... You can Pinterest it or you can Google it. People who have the same body type as you to get some inspiration. Once you start pinning, you'll start to find trends of things you like. Mm -hmm. So you may see it's a whole bunch of black or you may see there's a lot of prints in the things that start to stand out to you. So look for trends. And then once you get to that stage, so you found your body type, you found people who can illustrate that and started to pin styles. Then from there, come up with three words that are going to be your style umbrella. So basically, like mine are sexy, feminine, Parisian. So when I go shopping, mm-hmm. when I pick out items, I always check, does this fit my style concept? Right. If it doesn't, I won't buy it that day. I'll go home. If I really love it and it's just going to be a one-off, then I'll buy it. But if not, then I come home and everything works together. Everything fits how I want to be portrayed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I find, like, with trends, too, like, it's hard to like a trend when you know it's not for your body type. And, Mm -hmm. like, looking at things like, you know, Fashion Week and stuff like that, I'm never going to pull off a big furry coat like a mob wife does. Like, it's just not my style. (laughs) You know what I mean? But you love it so much because it looks so fabulous. But, like, when it doesn't look fabulous on you, I find that's when the discouragement comes in and you're like, oh, this doesn't look good on me. Nothing looks good on me. Because I'm the type of shopper sometimes where if I can't find one or two things and I just shut down instantly. Mm-hmm. So many times I've like gone to malls and stores and I'm just like in a sea of tears because I can't figure out mm-hmm. my body type or things that work for my body type. Like personally, myself, I'm a little bit curvy. I'm Italian. We like our carbs, so we eat it yeah. all. And I'm not willing to give up my pasta. So I have to figure out my... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. But, you know, there are situations where I'm like, oh, I should just go on a diet forever and not eat again. Like, you know, how do those thoughts, like, not come in your head, you know? And what I like about your project is that you're promoting that. What's your body type? Who cares what it is? Let's just figure out where you're at and work around you. We shouldn't have to be able to uh, alter your body to the clothes it should be the other way around and I find that in our generation now it's really hard to do that yeah do you find I I, I think every body type 
once you start pinning, you're like, there's so many beautiful yeah. women in every single body type. Totally. So you're completely right. It's encouraging. Yeah. You start to see people who look like you who are pulling off beautiful items. Right. Do you find that, like, a lot of your clients kind of have that mentality of, like, well, nothing looks good on me, so I have a hard time being confident? Do you find that in a lot of them? Yeah. Oh. I think it's just there's no plan going in. When yeah. you don't have a plan going in, you're it's like anything. Yeah. You're going to be stressed. You're right. going to be overwhelmed. So you have to have an idea, even color-wise. Totally. What colors look good on you. That's, that's another one where I find a lot of women buy items, and then they come mm-hmm. home, and they never wear them. Yes. Because it, it just doesn't suit their skin tone, and then they feel unattractive. Totally. So you can get the same item. Like There's different shades of green, and one 100%. shade of green will look good on a different type of woman. Absolutely. Yeah. You never realize how in-depth the fashion portion of, like, your confidence becomes until you, like, for instance, me talking to you, I would never even think to look at this blouse that I like that comes in another color. Sometimes I'm just so closed-minded and so fed up at that point that I'm like, I don't care. I don't like this blouse now anyways. Moving mm-hmm. on. You know, there's so much to it. Um, yeah. What would you say is, like, your best, like, selling service that you have and that like you could promote to like people so depending on what they need i think Mm -hmm. either the heels course or the coaching if they're wanting a quick trigger which is what the heels is an instant sort of boost of confidence and get you moving right away in your Mm -hmm. femininity journey that's a great one if they want to go deeper and they want to start talking about their style Mm -hmm. they want to talk more about their body language even their tonality Mm -hmm. and making an impression then that would be more coaching. So you can kind of get your feet wet with yeah. the of course, but if you're totally ready to jump in, yeah. then go for coaching. And how did you come up with the name? First of all, I have a really hard time pronouncing it. It's hard. <laughs> it, it, there's just too many entities that I get confused. And I was trying to, like previously to us starting a recording, I'm like, how the hell am I going to say this word without sounding completely illiterate? Like femininity. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Oh my god, that's the first time all morning I've gotten it. So <laughs> three times fast. Yeah, no thanks. Like I <laughs> literally sound so bad. Um, but how did you come up with a name like that? Because it's so like bold, but like a sexy name for you know for your business. And I just that that alone attracted me, and that's how I started following you. I'm like, I love this this name, the Femininity Project. Like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> like. Mm. Okay, I love that it had that impact on yeah, you. Yeah, totally. You sure. And your feet is so beautiful with all, like, the... It's almost like a sultry, but, like, attractive photos of, like, you and your product and your people. And it's just, it's so... It it captured me. I was like, oh, I'm caught. Like, it's so beautiful. I love that. that. That's a big part of it just there because I think connecting to your femininity... Sorry, side note from what you asked me about coming right back. Right. has so much to do with your senses. So your visual, your scent, your touch, and this is the project part of it because a lot of women shut off certain aspects of their senses, and it's an ongoing diving Mm -hmm. into this process. So it's not you're done your femininity journey at any point. It's an ongoing project. And I want to bring femininity back in a different way. So not that old kind of stodgy, etiquette lessons mm-hmm. even though there's nothing wrong with that but that's not where I want to keep it right or I found like the modern version is a little 
aggressive or sometimes angry, like a totally. screw you to the rest of the world. Yeah. And for me, I didn't fit in any of those mm-hmm. camps, and I don't think most women fit in one box. No, so I want of course not. to redefine femininity on our own terms, right? And have it be a process, so it's not you're shamed if you haven't finished it yet. You continue it, right? It's a project. That totally makes sense. Project. And it's nice because, like, you're not just tailoring to the, you know, the young girls who want to learn how to walk into an office confidently. You're tailoring to everybody. You can be a mom who's going back to work after raising her kids. You're tailoring to everybody. And what I like about you is that you have something for everybody. And not a lot of business do that. So that's really cool. Do you have any um, other projects coming up or cool people that you want to share that you've worked with or anything like that? Well, my clients are pretty amazing. Do you have like People a Do you have like with. a favorite success story? Because I love to hear like a motivational success story. You don't have to give names. I just, just yeah, the story. absolutely. Um, there, there's quite a few, but there's one woman who came to me. Um, her husband had just had an affair. She was clinically depressed, so going through a very rough time. And for the first part of her coaching sessions, she pretty much cry almost. The whole time. Like she was, when you saw her, it was like she lost everything. Mm -hmm. Her entire femininity, just her hope. And then we started doing triggers. So it was just like one little thing. Like next week, I want you to come and I want you just to wear a big, bold red lipstick. I can't do that. I can't do that. Just try it. Just try it. So she put it on. And every time before we had a coaching session, she'd put it on. And then I'd give her just other little triggers. Okay, she'd hold her head down really low. Like this week, every time you walk into a doorway, I just need you to pull your head up. Not mm-hmm. all the time, but every single time that you walk through a doorway, I want you to hold your head up. Right. Build it, build it, build it, build it. This woman, <laughs> if you saw her now, she is just incredible. Fiery red hair. Love it. Her apartment is covered in different color walls, like yellow, bold, happy colors. She travels around the world by herself. Wow. She's so confident, and yeah, she actually even wrote a book about it. So seeing that, going from clinically depressed and just feeling like everything's lost to redefining who she was as a woman and just come out so bright, that that was a very memorable person for me. And it's not just about the heels or the clothes. It's the experience of let me help you. Mm-hmm. And like, for instance, this week, um, I had a little bit of a rough time. Just, I feel like I have a lot going on, overwhelmed, but all good things. But still the overwhelmingness sometimes takes over me where I'll just burst into tears for no reason. Twice on my way home from things, I'm just like hysterically crying. For what reason, I'm not sure. Um, but it's just a feeling that comes over you. And I noticed today when I kind of went out and did some stuff and I put on like my new pair of shoes that I bought and got a really good deal and I was you know thrilled about them you don't realize how good that makes you feel until you just put them on and try them and go like I was just going to the store but I was like I'm just gonna put these on and see how I feel and it's like a wave of like confidence It's like okay I'm good we're all good move on like take these shoes and walk into the next day because you can't sit and stuff like that and the fact that she's even written a book about it is just like and you had a piece of that which is so incredible like that just made that must make you feel like 
a million dollars. Like you just make must you make you feel great. It has been so cool that I've been able to now do this almost full time, which that's before so would, that's been a silver lining of COVID. Right. Say that that this has been it's such a big passion. Yeah. For me, and I really I love working with women, and that I get to do that all day now. Yeah. <laughs> And it's nice that in a way, I'm the same way. Like I started my podcast just before we got shut down. And if it wasn't for it, I don't know if I would have started, to be honest. Good for you. Like, do you feel kind of the same way that like you've really put it into full gear and now you're doing it full time? I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But it was because my husband and I actually work on this business together. He does behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But both of us being on board of we're shifting our attention and right. we're really diving into this. It was yeah. very helpful to have both of us on board because yeah. the other business we run as well together. Yeah. So having, I guess not the, not the permission, but the support of totally. let's dive full. Yeah. Was a big thing. Like if this is your opportunity, this is it. Like go for yeah. it. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. I just kind of, Woke up one day, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do it. If it sounds good, great. If not, well, we tried, you know? And now <laughs> that I look back on, like, my episodes, I think you're close to, like, my 30th episode. Uh, when you listen to my initial ones, I'm, like, very quiet and reserved, and that is not my personality at all. Very loud, okay. you know? Like, I'm really good with meeting new people. Like, you and I literally just met on Zoom, and I'm, like, cool with that. Whereas, like, a lot of people aren't. But... Yeah my friends were like, you need to come out of your box. Like, this is not you. And I'm like, okay. And you know, step by step, you slowly learn things and trial and errors and stuff like that. I'm sure you guys have those as well. Um, but this, yeah, but the successes are, you know, nice once in a while. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole experience. Thing, totally. right? You can't get good at anything unless you're unless... continually putting yourself out there. Exactly. And it's just, it's so nice to see, in a different field like yours that it happens in everybody's life no matter what it is you know yes. mine's podcasting yours is this project it just it comes full circle either way um but let's finish off by telling everybody where we can find you where we can support you and if you have any cool things coming up for christmas or the new year yes okay so you can find me at the femininity project eight <laughs> and you can also, that's where I usually hang out. So that's the main place if we want to connect. Um, and same thing for the website, thefemininityprojectinc.com. And in the new year, we're going to be starting something I'm not ready to announce yet. Okay. But it's going to be good. Oh my God. So stay tuned. Everyone follow Sarah. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so glad we made the arrangement to have this conversation and to learn a little bit something new about someone else's passion project, just like mine. And we wish you the best and come back anytime. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no worries. All right, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with me and Sarah from the Femininity Project. I can't tell you how many times I've actually practiced saying the word, the word femininity. I mean, there's just so many nanodinities in there. Like I mentioned in the episode, Sarah was so fun to talk to and I just absolutely love what she does. And you can hear in her voice how passionate she is about helping people. And like we mentioned in the episode, it's not about the shoes or the style, but it helps. 
and at the end you walk away with so much more than just a heels course and fashion it's an experience it's in a way therapy and I know that all of Sarah's clients I've seen them on her Instagram are beautiful and thriving and clearly are a tribute to what she does and I was so grateful to connect with her so please follow her at the femininity project on Instagram also follow me at Tash podcast I would love to hear any feedback on guests podcast if you guys want to see anything or want to spill any tea to me I would absolutely love to hear it and if you guys feel like I deserve it please rate review and give me five stars on apple podcasts and that's our show I'm just so grateful to have amazing guests like Sarah and I have so much stuff lined up for you guys Christmas content guests on guests and I'm just so grateful for this platform so until next week leave spilling the tea to me bye guys hi it's Jamie progressives employee of the month two months in a row leave a message at the Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing a nice cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Meyer and share it today.